Welcome to Beyond the Benediction. This podcast is created for the exploration of the Bible, the examination of the church, and the expectation of the Christian life. We will cover topics that will both challenge and encourage you and help us to live lives dedicated to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Kevin Toomer. This is Beyond the Benediction. Thank you for joining me on another podcast adventure. If you're watching me on my YouTube page, thank you so much for your support. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you'll be in the loop whenever I do episodes, which are typically every Tuesday. But there are things we're going to do specifically just on the YouTube channel that won't be available on the streaming services. So make sure you subscribe to my page, Beyond the Benediction Podcast. Find it on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. But if you are listening to me on one of the streaming Apps, I thank you again for your support, but make sure you leave me a review, five stars, of course, so other people can hear about it and we can get the podcast in the ears and the eyes of as many people as possible. So now, this week's episode is going to be the second part or the inverse of the previous week's episode, which I talked about, why is it so hard to be a Christian? I definitely encourage you, if you haven't watched it or heard it, Listen to that one, especially in the beginning of the year when we go embark on all these New Year resolutions and we're gung-ho for Christ. But sometimes we have to realize, to be honest, that even though we have the Lord, that sometimes it's hard to serve Him. <laughs> sometimes we run into roadblocks and issues. And, of course, we need to be real as we try to do here on Beyond the Benediction about the things, the travails, and the ups and downs of being a Christian. So we want to be real about that kind of thing. So make sure you listen and watch that episode. But this week, we're going to flip it. I want to talk about why it's great to be a Christian. Now, the reasons we're going to talk about today, those of you who have been following me for quite a while, you know that what I'm going to talk about today is not going to be what you typically hear from people who talk about Christianity in terms of why you should be one. Now, of course, one of the things I will talk about, obviously, is salvation. That's a major benefit of why you should be a Christian. But one of the things that people like to say in church circles is they like to paint this picture that being a Christian is the ultimate eraser for life. Meaning that whatever issues or problems that you have, that if you become a Christian, that will erase all of those things. That your life will be perpetually filled with happiness and mountaintop experiences. Well, we know that's not the case, especially based on last week's episode, that sometimes you're going to be challenged. Sometimes it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. But all that being said, it's still a great thing to be a Christian. Have you th- really thought about the fact that God, the creator, architect of the universe, wants to have a personal relationship with you? That right there in itself is mind-blowing. God himself, who doesn't need us for anything, he's our creator. But if we're honest, we look at the state of the world, most people in the world don't even acknowledge him. So it's not a case where he's somehow less than or deficient because we don't acknowledge him. As a matter of fact, we're the ones who suffer because we don't know him. So for those who don't know Christ, if you may watch this episode or listen to it, I hope this gives you some motivation to at least look into the faith and become a Christian because I can just imagine all the things I've gone through in my life and how God has brought me through them, how much it would have been worse, infinitely worse. Had I not had a relationship with Christ, had I not been a Christian. So again, we're going to dig deep into four reasons why it's great to be a Christian. 
The first reason why it's great to be a Christian is that as a Christian, you are never alone. Now, we keep it real, right? I talked about it in last week's episode. Sometimes because of the travails and issues of Christianity, you may feel lonely. But if you're a Christian, you are never alone. Because the moment you and I became a Christian, we not only received salvation, we received the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit, I have an episode I did previously about the Holy Spirit. and You should check that out as well. The Holy Spirit, when you talk about it in church circles, the Holy Spirit has gotten a bad rap. <laughs> because a lot of people, when they think about the Holy Spirit, they think about someone in church running and jumping and screaming and shouting. They think about someone who's super spiritual. And if you feel the Spirit, you, you do all these great things. And the scriptures talk about times when God filled people with his spirit and that empowered them to do great things. But as a Christian, when you and I got saved, God deposits his spirit in us, which means we are literally carrying God everywhere we go. Now, we don't always feel like he's with us and we don't always act as if he's with us because if we did, there's some things we wouldn't do. <laughs> Just imagine if, if you knew you're about to do sin X. And you turned around and Jesus was standing over your shoulder, you probably wouldn't do it. Right? But when we receive Christ, his spirit lives in us, and we are literally carrying God everywhere we go. And that's such good news that's underrated. Because can you imagine how easy it is now if you need to talk to God that you don't have to go looking for him? You don't have to worry about calling and hoping he's going to answer the phone like maybe some of your friends, or maybe sometimes you do. You know, call ID, you see someone on the phone, I don't want to talk right now, so you let it go to voicemail, you just don't answer. God doesn't do that with us. He never lets our prayer, i.e. our calls, go to voicemail. He never says, I'm too busy for Kevin. I'm too busy to listen to you. I got other things to worry about. I got a whole world to, to run, so your little concerns are petty, and I'm not going to deal with it. No, he literally dwells in us. And I talked about this again on a previous episode. That's why sometimes it's hard for us as Christians to figure out or understand that we don't have to go to a place to be in God's presence because God's presence is already in us if we're Christians. So that means he's with us. That means we are never alone, that he is right there with us through it all, that when you are concerned, he's there. When you're worried, he's there. When you're frustrated, he's there. When you're angry, he's there. When you succeed, he's there. When you're blessed, he's there. So there's never a point in our walk as a Christian that God abandons us. There's never a point in our walk as a Christian that God leaves us hanging. And we need to understand that that's a major benefit. Why it's great to be a Christian? Because people who don't know Christ are looking for him. The people that do know Christ already have him through the Holy Spirit. Let me give you a scripture for this point. John chapter 14, starting at verse 15. This is Jesus talking. He says, if you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the father, he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. 
Wow, what an amazing thing. Jesus is so amazing. He even tells his disciples then and the disciples now in 2023 that, again, he has given us the advocate, someone to live in us. And think about that word, advocate. That means that there are moments, and the scriptures do actually back this up, when we don't even know what to pray for, we don't even know when to even ask for forgiveness, but the Holy Spirit, scripture says this, intercedes for us. He advocates for us to the Father on our behalf. So those moments when we sin, when we transgress, and we are so full of pride, or if we feel so condemned that we don't even ask for forgiveness, the Holy Spirit goes to God on our behalf. So it's a great thing as a Christian to know that we have God literally living in us. So when we're praying, we're praying to someone who is not far away. He's not someone that's way on a mountaintop somewhere who cannot associate who doesn't know what it's like. Because remember, Jesus walked this earth as well. The scripture says he was tempted in the same ways as we are. So think about that. We have a God who is tempted like we were and is close to us as he is and is at the ready to be with us, to guide us, as the scripture says, to lead us into truth. And what it says again, the world can't receive him. So the Holy Spirit is a gift specifically for those who belong to Christ. So I don't know about you. You've probably received some great gifts in your life. So have I. But there's no greater gift this side of salvation than the Holy Spirit, God literally dwelling in us. So being a Christian is a great thing because God is always with us. The second reason why it's great to be a Christian is that as a Christian, you are never in need. Now, you might say, Kevin, wait a minute now. I mean, there are times I've asked God for stuff and he hasn't come through. And I personally have been there myself. There are times when you and I go to God and our motives might be right and our hearts might be pure, but God says no. And sometimes you say, well, Kevin, you just said he would never need. Well, think about that. Those are things that you and I more times than not we want. Being a Christian means that God says all the things you and I need, require, will be provided. And again, that's something that's underrated as a real benefit of being a Christian because the enemy is clever. He'll sometimes make you and I, and even those specifically those who are in the world, thinking that wants and needs are synonymous. So because people want to be famous, they want to be rich, they want to have a lavish lifestyle, they feel like that's a need. And the enemy knows how to placate them by giving them things that they want more than what they need. But God never promised us he would give us everything we want. Because if we're honest, a lot of times, if we're really honest, the things we want aren't really things we need to have anyway. A lot of times the things that we want are not things we should have. Because the things that we want a lot of times will actually lead us away from God. But God says he will supply our needs. There's nothing that you actually need that God himself will not provide if you're a Christian. And think about this. You can take it a step further. Because the Bible says God reigns, as in rain, from the sky, (laughs) on the just as well as the unjust. So he makes sure all of us have what we need for out of love. But there are certain things that we need as Christians that God himself 
supplies that we understand and come from him. That we understand it's not because of the sweat of our brow. It's not because we work so hard. It's not because we have the right connections. Because there are moments, and I can testify to this myself, where I was in a situation where I didn't know how my needs were going to be met. I didn't know how things were going to work out. And inevitably, God came through. And if you were to be on my position and to be talking and giving this podcast, you would probably have a similar testimony. You would say that, man, God came through on my behalf in this situation. God made sure that that rent was paid. God made sure that I had food in the cupboard. God made sure that my car I needed to take my kids kept running until I was able to afford the repairs. See, these are things that God does to make sure that our needs are met. So we need to make sure we have a healthy fear of God and a healthy reverence and praise for God for giving us the things we need, especially when we consider that a lot of times we don't even say thank you for the things he's already done let alone the new needs that may come up unexpectedly. But he says, if you're with me, I will supply your needs. Here's the scripture for this point. Very famous scripture. Matthew chapter six, starting at verse 31. And again, this is Jesus talking. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. That's such a powerful scripture. And it goes right into the previous one. Because we already talked about in the first point how we're not lonely because the Holy Spirit is in us. But look at what it says here. The Bible says here in the scripture, he already knows what we need. So think about it. He's close enough to know what we need, but he's also close enough to give us what we need. Isn't that an awesome picture of our Heavenly Father, the greatest parent there is? Because we can talk a lot about the things he expects from us, which we should. We can talk about the times where he disciplines us, which he should. But what we need to talk talk about as well is how he provides for us. So a lot of times we worry about things that God is saying, why are you worried? Seek my kingdom. Do what I've called you to do. Live righteously. Be my light in the world. So when we're doing the things that God requires of us, he will give us the things that we require. He will make sure our needs are met. Because think about it. God knows that we can't fully serve him if our needs are not met. We can't fully serve him if the things that we're looking for, the things that we need, the things that we require, that somehow we're lacking. Because now our focus will go off of the things that we we should be doing and focus on the things that we need. So it's an awesome thing to understand that when we're Christian and why it's such a great thing, because whatever it is that we need, he's promised to provide it. The third reason why it's great to be a Christian is that God takes away our debt. Now, when I say debt, I'm not talking about financial debt. God is not going to magically increase your credit score. (laughs) I know we like to put a lot of things on God and we like to prophesy. We like to manifest stuff. I have an episode about that as well. Check it out in my archive about manifesting how that's not even scriptural. But God takes away our debt in the fact that what we owe him in terms of our sin. 
Have you ever considered that what it costs us every time we sin? Have you ever considered the pain we inflict not only on ourselves, but on God when we sin? Because think about what sin really is. Sin is a conscious choice to offend or to deny God, to consciously and purposely say, I know this course of action goes against everything I should do and everything that God's standard says, but I am going to proceed anyway. Think about the arrogance of our sin. And that's one of the things that a lot of people who don't know Christ, they don't understand the depth of sin. They don't understand how severe sin is and how costly it is. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 says, the wages, the payment of sin is death. So have you ever considered that every time we sin, we earn the death penalty? That's harsh and that's hard. And for all of those who don't know Christ, the Bible says the wrath of God remains on them. The Bible also says before we came to Christ, we were enemies of God. So when you consider all of that, it's a major blessing to know that that sin debt that we of our own accord have accrued and have to answer for has been paid by God through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That debt is not something we can pay. It's not something that we can just go ahead and wait like seven years and it will be removed from your credit report. This is a blight. This is a blemish. This is a crimson stain on our souls. But God says, if you belong to him, the slate is wiped wipe clean. And of course, our sin debt means that we go to heaven. Our sin debt means that we're going to be in his presence, which is the greatest gift of all. But you have, have you ever just thought about the fact that, man, God now considers me innocent? Now think about it. Nothing's changed in terms of you and I, in terms of what we did. We still lied. We still cheated. We still lusted. We still committed adultery. We still committed all of these heinous acts against God and against our fellow brothers and sisters. But because of the sacrifice of Christ, all of those things are wiped away and clean. As the scripture says, he throws them in the bag and throws them to the bottom of the sea. And another scripture says, it's like he forgets that we did it. That is such an awesome reason to become a Christian, to know that you and I now are literally in right standing with God meaning that we can stand before him blameless. And again, it's not because of what we've done. If anything, we deserve to be, we deserve the death penalty. We deserve to have to walk that green mile. But Jesus takes our place. So that is a debt that we no longer owe. So paying off our sin debt is a great reason to be a Christian. Here's a scripture for this point. John chapter 1, verse 29 and 30. And it says, the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Here's the one I was talking about when I said, a man is coming after me who is far greater than I am, 
for he existed long before me. The lamb that takes away the sin of the world. This one person sacrificed himself for the sake of everyone. And there are people on this planet who want nothing to do with it. There are people on this planet who are consciously making a decision to say that I want whatever comes with the sin that I've done. I'm willing to accept the payment regardless of what it is because I'd rather not be saved than to continue living with the sin debt that I've accrued. So you and I, knowing that God has removed the stain of sin from our lives, from our future, from our destiny, and now we can rightfully be in his presence forever, there's no greater reason than that to be a Christian. There's no greater sense of being glad and pleased. And this is one of those reasons, guys, that we need to really hold on to, especially in those moments like the previous episode, when it gets hard to be a Christian. When we're tested, when we're tried, when we're tempted, when we feel like I just can't do it anymore, let's be reminded of the debt that Jesus paid for us. That because of what he did, we have the right, as the scripture says, to be called children of God. A selfless Savior died for guilty sinners like you and I. For no other reason that you should be glad that you're a Christian, be glad that your name, as the scripture says, is in the Lamb's book of life. As the scripture says, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The fact that you and I are no longer in the world is because Jesus' sacrifice removed us from the world and removed us from the penalty that awaits those in the world. Never lose sight of this great reason to be a Christian, that the debt that we owe God was paid off by God. And the last reason why it's great to be a Christian It's because God gives you and I his peace. I'm sure those of us who are listening and watching this, you've gone through some things through the course of your life. You may be going through something right now. But when you and I go through things, what is it that keeps us motivated? What is it that keeps you and I from throwing in that proverbial towel? What is it that keeps you and I, when we want to give up serving God, it just says, I can't give up on him. What is it that gives you and I the impetus to say that I'm going to continue serving? I'm going to continue evangelizing. I'm going to continue teaching and preaching and sharing to a world that's increasingly hostile and apathetic to the gospel. Those moments when you're troubled because of circumstance, those moments when you're frustrated because you get the unexpected tragedy in your life. That kind of stuff happens to every single person that's alive on this planet. No one has a life of perpetual blessing after blessing after blessing, joy after joy after joy. Life is a merry-go-round and a roller coaster of ups and downs and highs and lows that every person goes through. But what is it? that keeps you and I invested in Christ, even when we're tired, even when we're beat up. It's because God 
gives us his peace in the middle of the situation to let you and I know, to remind us that, yes, this is where you are now, but this is not where you're going to stay. That, yes, my child, yes, my son, yes, my daughter, it is rough. Yes, the doctor's diagnosis is true. Yes, the job says that this is your last day. Yes, that is your child that's in trouble. Yes, the financial burden is real. But God says, I am going to give you peace in the middle of it because, and it goes back to what we talked about earlier in the episode. Why can we have peace? Because we're not alone. (laughs) Why can we have peace? Because we're not in need. Why can we have peace? Because even when we fall in those moments when we're worried, the debt is paid for. All of those things come together to give us peace. Now, what exactly does that mean, peace? That does not mean that stuff may go away. Again, the doctor's diagnosis may be final and there may be no cure. There may be no remedy. There may be a situation where the financial situation is true. But God says, I can give you peace to know that whatever place I put you, I'm with you and I'm creating a scenario to get glory. So do we have a worrisome mindset when we go through things? or a peaceful mindset. And the reason why we don't have God's peace is because we don't choose God's peace. We choose to pick up the problem. We choose to hold on to the problem. We choose to almost be attached to the problem. And let's be honest, there are times we even find our identities in the problem. But God says, I don't want you to be identified with your issues. I want you to be identified with me. And you do that because I ain't going to give you something the world cannot give you and the world can't take away. My peace. The state of knowing that whatever God says is for my good. Whatever situation I'm in, God's not going to leave me. Whatever the doctor says, whatever the financial situation is, whatever the relationship issue is, it doesn't take away from the fact that God says, I'm with you. I'm going to make sure your needs are met. And I am never going to leave you abandoned. That I have plans for you. And sometimes those plans entail going through rough times. But guess what? You're going to go through those rough times. Those rough times are not going to be the end of you. This is not a period at the end of the sentence. It's a comma because there's better on the other end. The peace that God gives us is this feeling of knowing that I'm going to be okay because God is with me. That's the peace that Christians have. The world does not have. Could you imagine where you would have been in those situations if you didn't have God's peace? Compare yourself to someone else. You may have been in a situation identical to someone else. The only difference between that person and you was the peace of God. When that person was frantic, you were chilling. When that person was worried, You were giving God praise. Now, you might say, well, Kevin, that doesn't make sense. We're going to the same situation. It's it's dire on both sides, but I'm giving God praise because I know he's about to show up. I have peace that, as the three Hebrew boys says, that even if you don't let us out this furnace, we're trusting it with the best things for you. We have furnaces of life that we'll put in all the time. Do we have the same level of faith and peace that God, 
It's going to get us to whatever furnace of life we find ourselves in. One last scripture for this week's episode. John chapter 14, verse 27. Jesus says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Wow. Did you see what I said? The scriptures are so amazing. So God is saying, when you are with me, there are things that I can give you that only I can give you. And we lose sight of that a lot of times when we look at other people's lives and we see their existence and we see them living lavish. We see them seemingly being happy. But when they're behind closed doors and all the pressure and stress of trying to live up to a standard or trying to hold on to a standard, stress them out. They don't have peace. Their days are constantly worried about trying to perform or trying to protect. We don't have to do either. We don't have to perform because God loves us as we are. We don't have to protect because God supplies our needs. Think about it. How much peace is it for a Christian to know, I'm never going to leave you. I'm going to supply your needs and I'm going to make sure you're in right standing with me. Is there anything else in life we really need to be worried about? Your needs are met. You're fulfilled in terms of not being by yourself, and you don't have this hefty, sinful balance hanging over your head. The peace that we as Christians should have is because we sometimes don't realize that it's available. That God has given us everything we need to have a peace-filled existence. We have to make sure we realize who God is and what he's done and how much it's a blessing is to be associated with him. The closer I've gotten to God, the more I've developed and grown in my walk to God. This is just Kevin. The more the world seems less and less enticing. That there are things that I used to really like in the world that now I don't like them anymore. I don't want to do them anymore. I, I, I get so focused on being with him. I get so focused on serving him. I get so focused on doing beyond the benediction that these things that I thought made me happy don't give me peace. But when I go to sleep at night and I think about his goodness and what he's done, that level of peace just overtakes me that can't be replicated anywhere else on this planet in any other experience you may have. Yes, in the world, you may have pleasure experiences. Yes, in the world, you may have some fun. But you will never have the peace that God gives to those who love him and that have associated themselves with Christ Jesus, his son. So as a point of reiteration, as we wrap up this week's episode, why is it great to be a Christian? You are never alone. God is with you. You are never in need. God will provide. God takes away your debt. God has saved you. And now God gives you his peace. He envelops you, wraps his arm around you, and comforts you. So as we wrap up this week's episode, one of the major blessings is that we know him altogether. That Have you considered the fact that God knows us is a blessing in itself? That that's a great reason because he, I said in the beginning of the episode, that he even knows us is a blessing. But to do all of these things for us, 
despite our guilty point of view, meaning we don't deserve it and we can't earn it. These are things that he himself provides for us in spite of us. That's why it's so great to be a Christian. Now, I challenge all of us who are listening and watching this. If you now understand, or maybe you already did, (laughs) understand how great it is to be a Christian, start living like it's great to be a Christian. Start having a countenance that you're grateful that you're a Christian. Show that joy that comes with being a Christian, because even if you don't give a scripture, people can see your stance. People can see your countenance. And that in itself could be a draw to someone. When they see the joy you have that comes from being with the Lord, when they see the peace that you have from being with the Lord, when they see you not stressing because you're with the Lord, that right there is a form of evangelism. And God is too good to his children for us to walk around with our heads down because of situations and circumstances. Jesus himself said in the scriptures we gave today that he will supply what we need. But the thing we need to do is walk around and let people know how great it is to know that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. If you are grateful to Christ, let everyone see how great it is that you know Christ. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I pray this episode blessed you. And as always, make sure your light shines brightest. For the Lord Jesus Christ, beyond the benediction. Until next time.